This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Welcome to Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and a co-founder of Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RVing adventures and so much more. Tonight and every podcast episode, I am blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a homeschooling traveling mama to four kiddos on the road, and also the creator over at roadtripteacher.com, your educational resource for destination-based learning. And our crazy family also chronicles our travels over at diaryofaroadmom.com. We'd love to have you follow us over there. I am excited to be calling in from beautiful uh, Indiana here in the Midwest. And as always, I am excited to hear your voice on the other end of the line, KT. Where in the world are you calling in from? Well, I am happy to tell you, Mary Beth, that I am calling in from Albuquerque, New Mexico, the site of the upcoming uh, Full-Time Families Balloon Fiesta Hangout. I am so excited to be here finally after seven years of traveling. We're finally going to be able to be a part of the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta. I hear it is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity or um, definitely at least something that should not be missed on your bucket list with your family. So I'm so thrilled to be here. We are um, staging in a full hookup site right outside of uh, Albuquerque proper. We'll be here for two nights, and then we'll be heading over to the fairgrounds where you know it's all dry camping. So uh, we've got to get our tanks emptied and our other tanks filled up, and we just went grocery shopping today and filled up on a whole bunch of that stuff. So I'm super excited. And next week I'll be coming to you live after the fiesta has kicked off and I'll be able to give you the skinny on that. Well, you know, I'm jealous, and I asked you where in the world you were, but of course I already knew where you were. Albuquerque is a very big uh, check box on our bucket list or leap list of travel adventures that we have not made either, so I'm very excited to watch your adventures and see your pictures, and um, I know it's going to be an exciting event. How many families are there for the STF rally, Casey? Uh, we have 21 families registered. So awesome. Fun. Awesome, awesome. Well, we'll be excited to follow your travels over there for that balloon fiesta. We are balloon fest. We are actually in the Midwest enjoying the fall-ish weather that has totally moved in here. Leaves are flying, and it's um, starting to feel like covered bridge weather for us. That's a big 10-day festival that happens in October of every year here in central Indiana, one that we're going to be doing an on-site unit study with um, surrounding the 33 covered bridges in Park County that we will be talking about over at Road Trip Teacher in a couple of weeks. So this is my favorite time of the year in Indiana, and we're excited to be where we are. And uh, so, yeah, what's your road school been looking like this week? Oh, well, you know, I posted some pictures over there at our Road School Moms group, uh, some peaks at our Road School Week, and we um, did some traveling this week to get from Vegas to – we left Vegas earlier. I don't remember what day we left Vegas, but to get to Albuquerque – took us like two nights, I think. I stopped. We stopped at Winslow, Arizona, and we stood on the corner. That's another first for I us. I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah, that was really fun. 
cute uh, little thing to do. And then we um, found this beautiful dry camping location along the shore of Blue Water Lake in New Mexico. We stayed there for two nights. That was wonderful, although we did experience quite the thunderstorm out there. That was interesting. Um, but otherwise, uh, we had a slow week. We uh, wrapped up my father-in-law's visit, and um, we had a lot of FTF work to do because this week we announced not one, not two, but three upcoming FTF rallies, an East Coast rally, a West Coast rally, and a Midwest rally. So um, if you're thinking about joining us in 2018 and coming to one of the events, I strongly encourage you to check them out. You can find them at fulltimefamilies.com under the Upcoming Events tab. We are currently in early bird registration right now, which means that our (coughs) charter members and our lifetime members are registering for their spots right now. That is a privilege of those two membership types. Uh, But on Friday... Um, which is, let me check the date, the 6th, we will be opening up for general registration, which is for both non-FTF members, if you're not currently a member, or um, annual members. So uh, I hope that you will try to get one of those spots, um, come to one, two, or even all three. If you come to all three, we have a very special gift for you. (laughs) We call that the Cannonball Run Ralliers. And if you make it to all three, you get a very special prize. Well, the Road Trip Teacher Crew is very excited to have two of those three uh, rallies on our schedule. We can't wait to come to the East Coast Rally in Florida, and that Midwest Rally is also on our May calendar as well, so we're excited to join you for that. It looks like those are going to be awesome events. Um, I posted a sneak peek of our week. Um, Of course, if you listened to us last week, you know that my girls and I were on a um, business trip, so to speak, coming off of a pilot car run that we had over on the Iowa-Illinois border. And on our our way home, we went through the east side of St. Louis, I guess it was, and got to stop at the Blue Springs Cafe, which if you're a foodie or watch the Food Network, you may remember that on one of those dessert dives and diner show or something, Um, the place of the Mile High Pie. So we got to stop for there. We also uh, took a little detour through the... um, Old school Italian part of St. Louis, stopped at a bakery there, went to a grocery store and got some authentic Italian things out of that store. That was fun to bring home. And we stopped at a park, which I think I posted a picture of. Uh, A couple of nights we had the opportunity to stay in a hotel, and that's what one of our pictures are. If you are a full-time RVer, then you probably know that it's kind of, you kind of relish those hotel nights when you can get in warm or not warm, but those cozy, comfy beds with all those crazy pillows and the bath. That was what my girls were excited about. So my picture is kind of funny. All you can see is Taylor's nose. (laughs) She's all bundled up. That's what that picture is about. And with the fall weather here in Indiana, that brings great dirt bike weather for my boys. That's their favorite pastime. So there's a couple of pictures in there. And I can't get by another Road School Moms episode for this fall without mentioning the Prairie Life Book Club. There's a couple of shots of my girls immersed in the Prairie Life time period. I mention that because um, as much as I love the Little House series, which is the basis for the Prairie Life Book Club, that's not really what it's all about. Prairie Life Book Club is about that time period in our American history And I just can't say enough about how wonderful that book club has been for my girls, um, specifically my girls. Um, 
they've really immersed themselves in that time period. They love to dress up in those little house dresses that I've got them. And I think there's a picture on them there of them playing hide and seek around a tree, which may not seem like all that exciting, but for me, um, just looking outside and watching them being unplugged and, you know, doing something, you know, running around in bare feet and not worrying about a phone or a screen or, you know, anything like that is, uh, makes a mama's heart feel good. So that's kind of what our road school week looked like. It was very laid back and, um, we just kind of were on the wing at road school plan for this week. I love it. I love it. Yes. Uh, one of my pictures is also of Tonya participating, as you know, with your girls on the Prairie Life Book Club um, meeting on Friday as we drove. We were 60 miles an hour driving through, um, crossing the Arizona-New Mexico border, and she was attending the book club. And I was just marveling at <laughs> the advances in technology and yet the simplicity of life at the same time. Because here we are studying the 1800s at 60 miles an hour over Wi-Fi. <laughs> Pretty crazy stuff. There's something about but, that that doesn't add up, right? <laughs> yeah, true. But it was so much fun to see your girls and see the Sinos and uh, all the other families we know that are part of the book club. And I'm just, I just hope she does this again because I love it. I love it. Yes, yeah, so I don't know if you caught this, but the, um, the highlight of this, the Prairie Life Book Club, is going to be the Gold Rush Party. That's going to be mid to late November in Florida. So if you're a wintering family and are involved in the book club, that's something you're definitely going to want to put on your calendar. But I can give you a little insight. If you miss the Prairie Life Book Club for this fall, it is going to be a product that's going to be available um, through the affiliate links over at Road Trip Teacher as well as through the Giles Frontier. So if you missed this round, um, give me a shout over info at roadtripteacher.com and I'll give you some more information or tell you how you can get involved because it really has been a great experience for all of us. Perfect. So what are we talking about tonight, Mary Beth? So I have to tell you, tonight's show is all about um, a homeschooler grows up. And so I know for a lot of us, um, you know, I was public schooled my whole life. I was not homeschooled whatsoever. Um, I know, Casey, you weren't either. And, you know, there's so many of us that homeschool our kiddos, um, but we didn't really come from that experience. I absolutely love it when we run across someone who was homeschooled, and then, you know, you always wonder, what did they do after, you know, after the fact? Were they successful? Did they grow up as well-adjusted adults? You know, what do they do now? Did they have such a good experience that they do homeschool their children, or, you know, maybe they don't homeschool their children, and why? Um, and so I ran across Holly Haggerty back early in the summer. She was just developing um, her website and um, some of her homeschool plans for her family. And so we have her on tonight. And I will let you uh, introduce her, KT. Okay. Well, without further ado, let's bring on Holly Haggerty. Holly, thank you so much for joining us over at Road School Moms. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really excited to be on. Well, wonderful. Well, we love to start out with a simple question. Um, Mary Beth did a little bit of your intro, but in your own words, tell us, how do you fit into the homeschool community? Like, what size family do you have, and what is what phases are they in now? Okay, super. Well, I, as Mary Beth said, I was homeschooled myself, and my mom and dad were actually public school teachers when they met and started their family. And my the way my mother got into it was my younger brother had difficulty learning how to read. And in spite of her college education and actually having done reading specialist courses, she was having a hard time with him. So he reached third grade and couldn't read. And she ended up finding the book Why Johnny Can't Read. And she started reading John Holt. 
which, you know, he goes into unschooling and that kind of thing. And so she took him out and within a couple of years she had him reading. So that was how our family got into it was really kind of an intervention for my younger brother, who's now a doctor, by the way, at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. So he was a huge success story. He actually homeschooled his entire education as did my youngest brother. I myself only homeschooled for two years, but it was a fantastic two years. I did it from the ages of 12 to 14, and during that time I I wrote a novel. And this was during the early 80s when everybody was afraid of, you know, World War III and nuclear war, and I was one of them. So I researched as a homeschooler what would happen if that occurred and wrote a book, which was about 30,000 words. And I wouldn't have been able to do that had I not been a homeschooler. So definitely grateful for having had that opportunity. And now I have four kids myself between the ages of 8 and 22, and all of them have been homeschooled at one point or another, just depending on what they need. And right now my 17-year-old is being homeschooled and doing the dual enrollment program at St. Pete College. That's so interesting. So I know, um, just from a little backstory that I know of you, I want you to elaborate a little bit on um, your homeschool experience and back when your brother was being homeschooled back in that time. Um, I always like to talk about Felice Gerwitz, who's the owner of our Ultimate Homeschool Network that our radio Road School Moms is hosted on. She always says that she homeschooled when homeschool wasn't cool. And I have a feeling um, (laughs) from reading a little of your backstory that that was the same. How did your mom um, and your family meet? up with, um, you know, the the homeschool and what it, kind of the, the attitude of it back in that day? You know, it was so interesting because she was a public school teacher when she pulled my brother out in Minnesota. The only thing that the superintendent worried about was his social life. So they, he didn't even ask about instructional aspects of her program. He just said, you know, how's he, how he going to do with his social life? And he was having so much difficulty reading that my mother just replied, you know, I really want him to read. I'm not worried about his social life at this point. But when we went to Maryland, things were really tough for homeschool families in Maryland. And we went there in about 1981, and there was a minister who had just been put in jail because he pulled his seven kids out of, a school in Baltimore where there had been a lot of drugs and a lot of violence. And so he started homeschooling his kids because of that, and he went to jail. So my mom got very active in writing letters to the editor, and we ended up being on the radio. We ended up being on a number of television shows, and I was interviewed when I was 14 by Harry Reasoner, who used to be one of the correspondents on 60 Minutes. So he interviewed me. Um, actually, I was 12 at that time, and so I was kind of the representative for kids that were being homeschooled. So it was definitely not cool at that time at all. It was so not cool that the, the Maryland Homeschool Network, they met in secret. The kids weren't allowed to go out during the day. There was a lot of worry about truancy. So it was so fun to go to the Florida Parent Educators Association Conference where I met you at the end of May and see 17,000 families there, all very out in the open. (laughs) It's changed a lot. I bet. You know, I'm so glad you brought up John Holt, um, because three or four episodes ago, we talked to an unschooler who just transitioned her oldest son to college, dual enrollment also, and she said that there were three books that changed her life and changed her mind about everything, and that was um, one of them was How to Learn, How Children Learn by John Holt. And so I'm in the process of reading that right now, and um, it, I have in my notes here that you actually met John Holt. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I I did. Well, I actually my mom wrote a letter to him, 
when she started homeschooling my brother and he wrote back and we ended up visiting his office in Boston. And when I was interviewed by Harry Reasoner, John Holt was the adult that was representing homeschool. So anyway, so we ended up having a pretty nice relationship with him and he included my a story about my mom and our family in his book, Teach Your Own, which was published in 81. So, it, yeah, he was wonderful. He actually came to our house and played cello. And another big thing that he promoted was the concept that you're never too old to pick up a new skill. So he started playing cello when he was, I think he was 60 years old, and he became quite accomplished at it. So that was another thing. He had a, a book called Never Too Late. And I, I always remember that. You know, I'm I'm almost 50 right now, and I'm just starting a new company. And I, I always think about John Holt and his his idea and the truth that we can always learn no matter how old we are and we can always do new things. That's a fantastic point. So Holly, tell us, um, I know you um, said that you have four kiddos of your own. Um, so can you tell us maybe the road to your homeschool with all of those, which, with, with your own kids and, and why or why not that you stuck with a homeschool plan or um, maybe for some of our listeners that are trying to figure out how, you know, how to maneuver that journey, you know, how that you can figure out what's right for your kiddo? You know, that is such a good question. I started out sending my kids to private school, and it really, every step of the way with all four of my kids, it really just depended on how well they were doing in their school. And there were a few times when I took them out just because I didn't feel like they were thriving the way that I wanted them to. And so we did homeschool during those periods and you know another time it was economic I, when I hit four kids and four kids in private school economically is really rough we did homeschool for a period there and right now we're doing homeschool with my son work because it allows him to be in the dual enrollment program which is fantastic he's getting college credits while he's completing high school so it's really just depended on what was available and what was needed by my kids at that time but I really I'm very involved with Girl Scouts. I'm actually a Girl Scout leader, and I was just reading in the family guide for Girl Scouts that once you're a Girl Scout, you're always a Girl Scout. And I really feel that way about homeschooling as well. I really have the mindset and always have that schooling happens everywhere. Education happens everywhere, not just within the confines of a building. And so we really have that spirit no matter where my kids are going, whether they're being homeschooled at the time or they're attending a charter school or a private school because they've done everything. They've done public school. and But there's definitely that mindset that my kids are responsible for their own education. And my daughter is going to college right now. So I have two kids actually in college, and they're doing just fine. It definitely doesn't hold them back, the fact that they're not in a structured environment all the time while they're being schooled, you know, for later on. And my brother proved that too because he actually never went to school. Once he was pulled out in third grade, he never went back to school, and he ended up getting his Ph.D., and it didn't hold him back at all. In fact, he became a tutor at the university. So I think I think there's definitely a big benefit to homeschooling in terms of being self-motivated and doing well later on. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, this is, uh, this is such a good show for new road school mamas and new homeschool mamas and long-term homeschool mamas. You know, uh, we, Mary Beth and I love to say this, this will all work out. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Oh, will yeah. It will work out. But hearing from people who have gone through it and now are adults, you know, just really confirms that. 
So tell us about your involvement in education right now. Well, what I have done, and one of the reasons I didn't just homeschool my kids all of the time, because I really do enjoy working with my kids, is I opened up a nonprofit in 1998 called the Community Learning Center, and we began working with low-income children and hiring tutors and mostly recruiting volunteers to teach them how to read. It's a huge problem. We've got 65% of our fourth graders in the United States are actually reading below grade level. So there's such a need. And down here in Florida, it's even more than up in Minnesota, which is where I'm from. So I've done that for years and years. I got very involved with No Child Left Behind and started training teachers and training tutors in about six different states, 18 different school districts. So I've worked a lot with remedial readers. And about a year ago, I decided that I wanted to do something that was a bit more scalable. Through No Child Left Behind, it was actually wonderful. I was able to help over 10,000 kids improve their reading level, and that was great. You know, it was, and it was just because we had we had the funding, the, the program was there, and I was able to, to travel around and do that. But it's really a drop in the bucket compared to the number of kids that need help. So I began creating a reading game, which will allow kids to get practice on some of those very fundamental reading skills that they need right on the phone. It's cross-platform, so it'll be on the phone, on the iPad, as well as web-based, so they can do it right on the computer. And I'm really excited about that. That will just open up reading instruction. There's really no limit at that point. There isn't a, you know, how many volunteers can I get? How many tutors can I hire? What kind of government grant can I get? So that's what I'm doing right now. And that's why I'm really excited to talk to you today because once we do actually get going, I would love any homeschoolers that wanted to participate in trying it out, we would just give it to them for free and let them use it, teach their kids the ABCs, the sounds of the letters. And the first part that we're doing will be preschool and kindergarten. So those will be the two levels that we'll come out the gate with. That's such a generous offer, and we'll definitely post links to your website um, through our show notes with this podcast. Um, and for the replays in the future, um, we'll also put your email in there, um, Holly, so that they can link with you as well um, for that oh, as that comes Thank around the so pike. Yeah, so speaking of that, um, kudos to your husband. I know he was instrumental in um, helping you get your website up, cloudmindlearning.com. <laughs> A great you were the impetus for that. Your show was the <laughs> impetus for that. I came back from that conference, and Mary Beth asked me to be a guest, and I, of course, I said yes. I was, that would be fantastic. And so then I immediately called up my husband when I was driving back to Tampa Bay and said, "I've been asked to be a guest, and I need a website." So anyway, so he literally started creating it right after you invited me to be on your show. So thank you, thank you for helping me get started on that project. <laughs> We're pleased to do so. That's, um, when Katie and I first came together, um, we didn't start out um, with some big goal of having a radio show. It kind of fell into our lap, but it has really been a ministry for um, our homeschool community and our road school moms. I know that I speak for the both of us when I say that um, stories like tonight and, you know, meeting up with you on here and sharing our experiences and how we all are you know, kind of involved on the same journey is definitely what we're here for. So um, having said that, I know that you have brought a giveaway um, this week, so I'm going to talk just a little bit about that, and then I'll let you talk about the product as well. 
Um, you have oh, brought um, a copy of ABC and All Their Tricks by Margaret Bishop, and I think that's a, pro- a, a product that's available over at your website, if I'm not mistaken. I'll let you talk about that in a minute. But what I want to tell you, Road School Moms, is how you can go about winning this product that Holly is getting ready to tell you about. On her website, which is cloud9learning.com, that's cloud9, the 9 is spelled out, or you can also use the number 9. Is that correct, Holly? No, just N-I-N-E. Yep, just cloud N-I-N-E learning. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry. I wanted to make sure we clarified that. So cloud N-I-N-E learning.com, cloud9learning.com. Go to Holly's website and find the article that talks about vocabulary instruction and find the two types of vocabulary instruction. And just email those two types to me at info at roadtripteacher.com. And I will put all the correct answers in a hat this week. And on next week's Road School Moms podcast, we will draw out one winner. And um, we'll give that product away. So go ahead, Holly, and tell us about ABC and all their tricks. Well, this is one of my favorite reference books. And I actually, I don't sell it, though I should, because I have referred so many people to it. But basically what it is is it's a summary of the largest study ever done on reading. And what Margaret Bishop did was she took the Hannah study, which is the 17,000 most common words in English, and she broke them down according to phonetic patterns. So it gives a lot of information. If you're kind of a geek, which I am, I am a total phonics geek, you, you just love it. It tells you how often does OW say ow, it says ow 122 times. And how often does it say O? It says O 74 times. And it gets into the short vowels, like the short A makes the A sound over 2,600 times. And the reason this is important is because at one point, phonics was pretty much jettisoned from instruction. And what her point was is we need to show how many consistencies there are. So rather than trying to teach kids to memorize every single word individually, and there's a lot of words in English, If we teach them the code and we teach them the patterns, there's actually quite a lot of consistency. And so it gives uh, information about where words come from, if they're Latin or Greek, and it does so in a really readable way, and it gives the exceptions and whatnot. So it's just a fun, fun reference to have for anybody who is teaching their kids how to read or is just very interested in the English language, and I highly recommend it. Fascinating. Well, you know, this show actually cost me money because while people are talking, I'm surfing Amazon buying things. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I got my John Holt book. So (laughs) I've got now, and now I've got in my cart the Bookie Descendant and um, uh, the one about uh, why Johnny can't read or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) So this is this is the life of me. I'm my best customer. Um, but okay, so thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, do you have so for new road school moms, new homeschool moms listening? What advice do you have to give them? Well, I would just say relax because I will tell you, having tutored tons and tons of kids that are in school, if you spend one or two hours of quality time with your kids during the day, you're doing every bit of if not more than what they're getting in school, just because you, you're able to focus. So I would say that's definitely something is relax. And relative to teaching kids 
how to read, I have a lot of advice on that. I've, I at my website, I'm actually giving away free worksheets to teach the ABCs and teach the sounds, and we're going to be doing a lot more of that. So I, I would love to interface with anybody who's at that level, who's teaching their children how to read between preschool and second grade level, and that's just cloud9learning.com. And, but yeah, the main thing is just relax and enjoy it. But I'll tell you, I, I am so grateful for the years that I did homeschool. It impacted my entire life. I have a totally different viewpoint on learning. I definitely feel responsible for it. And I also feel like I can learn anything because there's really no barriers. You know, the one thing that my mom did with us, if we had an interest in an area, she just let us go. You know, the book was, I was reading a teen magazine and there was an Avon contest and you could win, I don't remember how many thousands of dollars if you won this novel contest for teenagers. And I was at the younger end of the spectrum, so I didn't win. There was a girl who was 18 years old who wrote a novel and she won. But the experience of writing that book, I never would have gotten, but my mom was just like, okay, good. And she ended up buying one of those early Apple IIe computers that didn't have a hard drive. So literally I had 20 floppy disks because each one only held 1,500 characters. But I was I was able to do that because I was homeschooled and my mom just let me go. So I would say don't get too structured because you miss out on opportunities, I think, if you get too structured. I think you should just really follow follow the opportunities and the interest that's there. So that would be my biggest advice. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for making time for us and coming on the show and inspiring and encouraging us. I really appreciate it. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it as well. Okay. Well, we'll look for you again next year at FPEA. And until then, um, uh, we'll direct our listeners to your website via the show notes. So have a good night. Thanks so much, Holly. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Good night. Okay, Mary Beth, we cannot have people, you know, I'm going through my thing right now. <laughs> I'm waiting for Chris to call me after one of the, like the last three shows. Are four, I'm waiting for Chris to call me and say, seriously, stop having people come on the show talking about products. I can, I can always tell. I can tell by your tone of your voice. Yep, she's, she's got posty notes out. She's Googling. She's writing notes down. She's, she's ordering off Amazon right now while we're on the show. I am. This is crazy. This is crazy. I've got it in my thing. But I want to tell you, I'm so glad that this, you know, again, we always talk about this, right, Mary Beth? We don't talk all oh, week yeah. long. Sometimes oh, yeah. sometimes we get a special treat of being able to talk to each other midweek, but mostly we're crazy busy and different time zones. We don't talk all week long, and yet our our lives are in such alignment week after week. It's crazy. So here you have this it. guest who is a personal friend of John Holt, and I've been reading this John Holt book. And if you have not read this book and you're homeschooling, I'm sorry, I'm going to tell you right now you need to put the brakes on, stop it's all that you are doing, and just read this book. That's it. No more, no more worksheets. <laughs> no more phonics. <laughs> no more sand trays. No more um, <laughs> dipping your finger in whatever that is, that um, stuff you put on your face, shaving cream and writing letters. Stop everything and read this book, How Children Learn, because um, it is amazing. And I want to tell you, so in this book he talks about, I was looking for it while we were on the, on the phone with her too, because it was so earth-shattering, paradigm-shifting for me. And, um, oh, here it is. Um, you know, I always, it's always a, tr a tip for me that I am on the wrong path if I am on a path because I'm driven by fear. 
right? We talk about it all the time. The Bible says 365 times, do not be afraid, right. do not be anxious. We're learning about that in our Road School Moms um, Bible um, study group. Do not be afraid, do not be anxious. says it over and over the time. But, you know, sometimes I get onto, you know, fear highway and make choices based on that. And one of those those fear highways for me has been um, this bad habit theory that I wouldn't have coined it that, but that's exactly what it is that John Holt talks about in his book, that um, we have this fear that uh, bad habits will stick. Um, Here, I'll read it to you. I would have been less tempted to correct this child's little mistake had I not, like so many adults, been under the spell of the bad habit theory of learning. This tells us that every time a child makes a mistake in speaking, reading, or whatever, we must instantly correct it lest it freeze into a bad habit impossible to correct. The theory is simply untrue. Most of the many things children learn and that we all learn as children to walk, talk, read, write, etc., we learn by trying to do them, making mistakes, and then correcting the mistakes. And then he goes on and on and on. So that bad habit theory really rang a bell with me because, as you know, we have two children with speech impediments in here, and there's a lot of pressure from family to take them to speech therapists. But I'm just – I hold my ground, and I'm just under the – idea that they'll grow out of it. They'll grow out of it because, quite honestly, I've never heard anyone speaking like them as adults. <laughs> so I'm thinking that they're That's not going to be the first two on the planet doing it. <laughs> and if they are, then there's something unique about them and they can probably profit off of it. So why would I strip them of that? There you go. <laughs> um, you know, one of our – bad habits. <laughs> go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, one of our – which this isn't exactly what you're talking about, but one of our road school moms – it just dawned on me earlier this week posted a picture that just Cecilia Calvin posted a couple of days ago and it just had a picture of a child and it just says your kids mental health is way more important than their grades." and as reasonable and as logical as that sounds I just thought that carried so much weight but you know it's, it's kind of like what you're talking about you know just don't sweat the little stuff even when the little stuff that seems to be big you know it's it's usually not Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, John Holt just goes on and on. And I love his humility in here because he talks about different um, times and experiences he's had with children. And then he uh, includes a side note. And a lot of his side notes are saying, you know, I did that all wrong. In retrospect, I now know I did that all wrong and I should not have done it that way. And here's why. And here's what I would do in the future. And um, I can really relate to some of the things that he talks about. Um, <clears throat> about how children learn, and it's uh, it's really groundbreaking. So I strongly urge everyone to go get themselves a copy. I think my copy was $2 off eBay, so it's not a very expensive book. You can also get it on Kindle. Um, but a great, great book, really great. Gives you um, gives you peace of mind, right? We have always said, Mary Beth, you and I have always said that children will learn in spite of us because we have experienced that. And this book just actually explains why that is true. That's so true. And I love um, some of the shows that we've had on in the late summer and early fall um, this year really just kind of um, finalizes that for us. And I know we've been on here for nearly 150 shows, and um, on every show we've talked about expectations and 
and we've used the same word that Holly used earlier in the show, you know, just relax. And, you know, I know a lot of times that probably sounds a little cliche and, and probably maybe some of our new moms that are listening probably feel like, oh, right, you know. Um, but I can really tell you that, that that really is how it how it is. And, um, you know, when we came together and started this Road School Moms group and this Road School Moms podcast, um, you know, we, we've learned along the way, right, KT? And, and if there's one thing that we have learned is that, um, like you said, your kids really do learn in spite of you. And um, if you can just make the intentional time and, um, you know, relax a little bit, and, and you'll probably find out that they teach you way more than you can ever teach them. Absolutely. You know, my most referenced link on full-time families, and you would think it might have something to do with travel, is the blog post, Relax, New Homeschool Mom, It's All Going to Be Okay. <clears throat> and I personally read that at least once a year because I find that I have the opportunity to link to it all the time. People say, what's the one thing you wish you knew when you started homeschooling? Well, that is the post. Relax, New Homeschool Mom, It's All Going to Be Okay. And it's actually written by Nance Confer, who is the director of the um, Florida – Florida Unschoolers group, the umbrella group that my children are registered as homeschoolers under. Um, she published it a long time ago, and I asked if I could syndicate it, and uh, it's just such good information about getting perspective. And that's, I know, what I was missing way early on, perspective and goals. And we talked about that extensively with Tara Weed. Um, what is your goal for your children's education? Um, and uh, that's a question that us new homeschool moms, we forget to ask ourselves because we think we have to keep up with some standards. And we think for some reason our goal is to keep up with the standard, but that's not at all the case. The case no, it's is not. more personal than no. that. Yep. That's such a good point. And, um, you know, we've done a show on that back, um, I guess season 10, I think it was of homeschool moms or homeschool moms, right? Road school moms. Um, and it was a show that we talked about vision and having a vision for your homeschool and what, you know, what your goals and your plans are. So we'll put that link in the show notes as well. Um, I am so excited to start penciling in some of our speaker dates next year. Um, KT, as you know, we have January 26th and 27th, I believe, are the dates. We'll put that in the show notes as well for the Books and Beyond Mid-Conference in Lakewood, Florida. And you and I are going to be speaking about road school. Imagine that. Um, and we're going to be talking about um, the fact that you don't have to have an RV to road school. And um, so I just wanted to maybe get your thoughts on that tonight. Um, just your quick thought, um, you know, because I think a lot of our moms that maybe tune in, especially our new listeners, are they tune in and they think, oh, this is for only for people that full-time RV, you know, and, and are, are living on the road. And that's the farthest thing from the truth. There, All of us are in different seasons of our lives. Um, there are people on here who um, – full-time in an RV. There are people on here that wish they lived in an RV. There are people that used to live in an RV and don't anymore. Um, there's people that have never lived in an RV and maybe never will. Um, but we all um, can take advantage of the intentional time we spend with our kiddos in road school, our kiddos. And can you just give our listeners, KT, your two cents on that? Absolutely. You know, a while back we actually wrote, you and I wrote a dual article for FPA publication telling um, Florida homeschoolers specifically how they could road school within the state of Florida, you know, no RV necessary. <clears throat> I love the idea of trans 
transferring your homeschooling, even if you're stationary, to a road schooling mindset because I feel like it, it, the difference is it gives you this broad appreciation for your surroundings. You and I love to talk about intentional living, and one way to get intentional about how you live is to realize exactly where you live and appreciate the uniqueness of where you live. So um, uh, I just I just can't say enough for staycations. I think that a staycation is a great idea for a homeschooling, road schooling family. And I just think that the opportunity for homeschoolers, like I said, to translate, to transfer, to transmutate. I don't know. It's some word that starts with trans. <laughs> to do something uh, to a road school mindset. And just to sum it up, what's the difference between a homeschool mindset and a road school mindset? And this is my personal opinion and my personal definition. A road schooler capitalizes on their location as part of their education. And you can do that no matter what you live in. That's right. And what we mean by that is, you know, of course, if you are, um, whether you're a full-time RVer or you're on vacation and you're going to the Statue of Liberty, that's a great opportunity to road school. Um, and things like those are obvious. But, you know, the real um, the real road schooler at heart can find that, you know, educational opportunity in everywhere. And that can be, you know, maybe you're a public school mom, your kids are going to public school or private school or, you know, you're in a co-op or whatever, and, you know, you're on your way to soccer practice or whatever, and you find the opportunity to stop at a state park and you you know, you whip out a scavenger hunt or you look for some sort of a nature study or, you know, something like that, that's, that's road schooling, mamas. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what we're talking about. And that is really just finding that intentional time and using those educational opportunities along the road and along life's journey every day to, you know, learn something new every day, learning one mile at a time. That's what we say over at Road Trip Teacher, and um, that's what we're all about here. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm really excited about our upcoming um, shows as well. We've got um, Tea Time Poetry joining us. Um, do you have the list, Mary Beth? I do. I can tell you that next week we're going to be joined by Jan Bedell. Um, she is a podcaster right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and she is going to come on and talk to us about the Brain Coach and everything that, that has to do with it. It's going to be a wonderful show. And the following week, I believe, is the 15th of October is when Poetry Tea Time, um, the guests that you have put together, Casey, coming on the middle of the month. The week after that, we are going to talk all about fall morning time. Casey and I will have our own very um, personalized list of all the great resources you can use for this fall in your morning time. And they're going to, we're going to wrap up this month. Um, with a homeschool, or I'm sorry, a road schooling high school show with Cheryl Bastain. So we have got a full schedule for October. We've got our holiday series. We'll start right around Thanksgiving time. And before you know it, we will be welcoming in the new year and a new word here at Road School Moms. That's right. And I promised this week I would talk a little bit about my word. Last week we talked about your word, which was peace, <clears throat> during our Bible study this week, there, uh, we studied the aspect of peace as a fruit, part of the fruit of the Spirit, and I even was able to text you one little um, prayer that uh, Heather Paul included in the Bible study, um, where she encouraged us to pray over our uh, sisters in Christ for peace in their lives. So um, 
I was happy to be able to send that to you this week. But my word was surrender. And I want to tell you that as a control freak, possibly type, like crazy unorganized type A, <laughs> hybrid type A personality, um, uh, surrendering is a, is a word that is um, uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for me to even say that that's the, the word and that was my goal and that's what I was trying to do. But um, I have been really growing uh, through my surrendering. And surrendering starts early in the morning with just uh, giving glory to God and then devoting the rest of my day to um, what he would have me do, trying to hear that still small voice that suggests go help that person, go, you know, assist this, go, um, I don't know, go sit beside that person, you know, whatever it is, Um, just listening to that. And so there are days when I struggled because I have a lot of work to do and my children have schoolwork to do and, you know, we've got an agenda and plans and God's given us a detour. And I have to take a deep breath and say, well, this is what you asked for, Kimberly. So let's just enjoy this this part of the journey and see what happens. And that has been a huge blessing for me. And I think my family has really reaped the rewards of it also because I, through it, I was led to your word, Mary Beth, which is peace. Because I realized that I don't have to be in control of really anything. Yes, that was so true, and I loved um, that Bible study reference to my word. It kind of tied it all together for me, and it was great timing um, for that for me this week. And so, um, I don't know, God's timing is, is always always on time, never late, never early, and always on time. Absolutely, and if you don't know what we're talking about about the Road School Moms Bible Study, Mary Beth and I are currently in week four of an eight- or nine-week Bible, probably nine, nine-week Bible study <clears throat> hosted by Road School Mom Heather Paul. She actually wrote the study herself. It's uh, based on, it's called Basking in the Fruit of the Spirit. And it's, an, I, I just think it's amazing, so encouraging, so deep. Um, uh, it is lengthy. Uh, it takes commitment to do it. I can't say that this week I really succeeded in the in as much as I wanted to. Um, but uh, I'm going to get back on the wagon tonight and continue for next week. So um, it's great. So if you are not part of the Bible study and you would like an opportunity to be part of an upcoming Bible study, all you need to do is get into our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Road School Moms, and that's where we post opportunities for um, groups like this. But you don't have to wait if you need prayer right now. We also have a Road School Moms prayer team who is willing and able to bring your prayer petitions to our Heavenly Father. So, and all you need to do to access that is send an email to rsmprayers at gmail.com and your uh, prayer request will be kept completely confidential. Um, and if you have the gift of prayer, and encouragement, uh, and if you'd like to join that team, you can also send an email to rsmprayers.com. We're always looking for um, ladies to add to that team. That's right. We love our prayer warriors. So um, if you're listening to us over on a replay at iTunes, thank you so very much for your download. And just please, when you're done, be sure and give us a review. KT and I love four or five stars, of course. But if you feel the need to give us less than that, that's okay. Just give us a shout-out over at Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com or me at um, info at RoadTripTeacher.com. 
and let us know how we can better serve your road school needs. And don't forget, after you do that review, if you'll send me an email to that email address, info at roadtripteacher.com, I will be glad to give you the free digital product of your choice from my learning shop over at roadtripteacher.com. Anything else we need to talk about, Katie? Uh, no, but I will say that I listened to another fellow podcaster that we've had on the show, Pam Barnfield. She had a um, one of her read aloud revival shows was a mini show dedicated to read alouds for teens. Of course, I had to buy those books too. <laughs> I'll be talking about that next week. It was a really great show for me to listen to, and I hope that some of our mamas out there with teens will. Uh, uh, join me, um, join us next week when I share that information. I can't wait for that. Well, as far as this week goes, that's a wrap. Um, we've enjoyed chatting with you, Road School Moms, from wherever in the world you are. And please join us next Sunday night, same time, same place, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And then until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.